Damn, son, where'd you find this? I actually, uh, starting uh, middle of last week, went full bore into the whole keto thing. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, man. Like, I, that scale is just fucking my life up so much. Like, So explain explain to me what the purpose of the scale is. So that way then you can see just how much food weighs that you're eating, right? Mm. No, it's more like an electric fence that I don't want to touch. Like... It's there to remind me, like, if I stray, I'm going to have to stand on it. And if I have to stand on it, then I might have to face down a number I might not Ah, very much enjoy. So it's more (laughs) of a threat. I understand. Um, So uh, outside of the digital scale giving you an eating disorder, I guess, (laughs) (laughs) what, 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 what advantages does it have for you, I guess? Well, I figured, I mean, I need, if we're going to be fighting to liberate our governor, I need to be limber. I can't, <laughs> I've got to be able to fit in, uh, you know, small spaces. I got to be more stealthy. And a 280 pound man eating Taco Bell is just not going to cut it in the urban warfare of the near future. Have you considered yourself less of the assassin type and more of the tank type, you know? You just you're there in the middle of the street. You are the distraction, the grand martyr, the if you I, will. I just all I'm hearing is first to die type. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> your words, not mine. But we are both white guys, so in any good revolution, I think that's uh, going to be the, the case, anyways. So, oh god, I can't wait to give my life to save the life of a uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield uh, heiress. I, I just, oh, that's what I've wanted. Truly, I mean, she's a woman, though, Scott. You know, yeah, you have to do that. Then people will criticize you because you sacrifice your life for this Blue Cross Blue Shield heiress. And then the other people will call you a simp for dying for mm. just a woman in general. So that will be your legacy is uh, mm-hmm. Blue Cross Blue Balsh. That's <laughs> <laughs> even worse than like, you know, live long enough to become the villain, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like there's just no way to. And it's unfortunate because my standard comes from uh, Gene Hackman and Royal Tenenbaums. Like, I want to die, like, you know, on that, that gravestone where it's like dies saving his family from a sinking battleship. Like, oh, yeah. That's that's the, the dream, isn't it? Yeah, that's Why the is your family Except, on a battleship? Don't ask questions. <laughs> well, w- that would be a good question. Except the first question is, is what action have I taken throughout the course of my life with, would be indicative that I even wanted a family? Because I that's don't true. have one still. That's true. Scott's <laughs> estranged family on a battleship yeah. that he forced yeah. to get on there, Joker style. <laughs> It was his family's boat or a boat full of convicts, and his family yeah. elected to blow up the boat of convicts, not knowing they were all just low-level drug charges <laughs> and not hardened criminals. <laughs> all spawned, this whole family spawned from some random hookup, uh, hookup I had when I was like 19. God. Didn't even know about. Can you imagine what that would be like? You, you just you find someone on TikTok who's like, 
the 19 year old version of you just a spitting image of you (laughs) (laughs) and just rapping doing the worst like white guy rapping about like i never knew my dad (laughs) oh boy oh Oh, no I mean, I did kind of run up across a, a, a faux version of that when, when you and I met. I mean, that was kind of like the same thing. That's true. That's true. Thankfully, you know, um, unfortunately, I had looked like an exact clone of my father. So I think mm-hmm, that the mm-hmm. second I was born, he took one look at me and was like, well, shit, I can't claim he's not <laughs> mine. God damn. <laughs> it's the end of it all. Uh, kids are weird, though. Babies especially. Little fucking lizard people. I'll never understand it. <laughs> Uh, well, it's prison labor, right? It's a, it's just a new form of prison kids? labor. It's an exo- yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like you're their prisoner for the first half, and then they're your prisoner for the the next half. Then you live with them when you're old. So that's the thing that no one really mentions about kids. By the way, is that's your retirement yeah. plan is to then live with them, oh. and then you're saying, oh, well, it's a fair trade because I'll watch your kids as like a daycare service. Yeah. And that's kind of the eternal loop and struggle, I think, of things. All right, well, I got to rethink things then because <laughs> I'm not getting any younger and I don't got a retirement plan, apparently. Just At adopt, least you know, be, be that yeah, guy right? who out of the kindness of his heart adopts that 16-year-old Slovenian model. <laughs> 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 oh, wow, look at him. Oh. It's uh, it's a heartwarming story. He has <laughs> yes. ten Slovenian teenagers <laughs> <laughs> living in his house. Yeah, did you hear Scott move to Utah? Yeah. <laughs> For the space and the property value, what a saint. What a true yeah. angel. And you know, yeah. he's doing a great job of slowly letting them see the real world. He only lets them out like once or twice a week, so they don't get overwhelmed. They they run and they go do his is uh, dry cleaning and they do grocery store runs and then they come home. Uh, it's it's yeah, great. His, his entire his entire compound, I mean ranch, I mean <laughs> compound is a, is a very good representation of estranged women from former Eastern Bloc countries. It's <laughs> I do wonder if in a post apocalypse that there has to be like one guy who is running a like a cult like that, but out of just a shitty apartment complex. Just the, okay. just the worst kind of guy. Like he's an apartment complex manager turned cult leader that is now just trying to to have like nine or ten wives because that's just his plan in the post apocalypse. So that, that explains Dennis Leary's character in Demolition Man, except yes. he was in a sewer. Exactly, exactly. That I that sewer is probably what cost at least eight hundred a month or so. Uh, <laughs> you know, did you see that space by the way uh, in the MTA? that uh mm-hmm. the workers had made for themselves it was like an eight by eight room that had a light bulb and electricity and they fixed it up to where then when they were trying to take breaks after working like 16 hours that they would go and hang out in that spot and the, the new york Oof. post absolutely blew it up by saying look at what these lazy fucks look at what they have this dingy basic room that looks like uh, a scene from a certain Russian sadness factory kind of porn is shot there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, all they have is a Game Boy Color. (laughs) It's it's dented and broken. (laughs) (laughs) Half the screen doesn't work. It's great. 
I was actually thinking uh, a couple days ago, and I, I wanted to run this by you, uh, mm-hmm. is the idea of what if racists have time travel? And I wanted to ask you, because you watch Man in the High Castle. That's something that we've talked about before. Um, is time mm-hmm. travel involved at all? No, you're you're kind of just moving between the same time period, oh, okay. but well, different realities. Because my thought was, what if a whole bunch of racists invented time travel right but because they didn't want to break the time space continuum they can't change anything too drastically Mm. right so they can't unfortunately like uh go out and pursue their hateful agenda like they can't shoot mlk too early for example and stuff like that assassinate you know yeah booker t washington exactly you know they they can't get rid of frederick douglas but what they can do is make it just seemed really, really embarrassing for African-American people. And so, like, maybe instead of Jackie Robinson breaking the color barrier in baseball, it's just a black guy with Down syndrome. Ooh. And then, you know, he's lauded as the, the main guy uh, instead of Jim Brown. Oh, Again, God. another guy with Down syndrome, just racist going across the board. Willing to call people, you know, it's basically uh, radio meets the the plot of timeline with Gerard Butler. That's that's kind of what I'm envisioning. Here. Okay, I mean, I, I can see that, but it's funny you mentioned time travel. Uh, I I was reading something about how uh, I guess I don't know what area of science it would be, astrophysics, whatnot. Um, trying to trying to parse out the whole, you know, how can you can you go back in time? and like kill your grandfather and if you do that you don't exist and if you don't exist you know then how do you go back in time and kill your grandfather oh yeah this is and, about and to basically just become like a primer cast where we talk about that movie at nazi yeah yeah well long story short uh basically the conclusion they came to was that the you know life finds a way mm. basically like the universe won't let you like even if you kill your grandpa, your grandmother will still have sex with someone that will create you, mm. you know, eventually. Your like, eye color changes, happen. but that's it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, but either way, you're still going to be existing. Therefore, the universe doesn't. Like, okay. Well, let, let, let's take that, you know, a couple steps further than with this new movie that's definitely real that I want to make um, for non-racist <laughs> yeah. reasons. Right. Mm-hmm. You do this thing and you get, you know, radio set up as the person who breaks the color barrier instead of Jackie Robinson. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, uh, the racists, you know, they pull off their clan hoods because that's what I'm envisioning them, you know, uh, doing everything with is in their clan hoods. Right. Um, OK. Then it turns out they look like every 80s street gang where they have like an Asian guy, a black guy, a white guy, an Irish guy, because that was different at the time. You know, like all of a okay. sudden they're all the colors of the rainbow. So then they have to go back in time. And it's a bunch of racists inspiring Jackie Robinson to get back into baseball. <laughs> and so they're, they're oh, rehabbing his back. knees. They're getting him <laughs> oh, set up. Jesus. They're making him the greatest baseball player that ever lived. Okay. <laughs> They're making him uh-huh. Jackie Robinson, and history oh, repeats up. itself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we fucked up the timeline. We got to go back. We back where I just sent you. It's totally back to the future too. Like I just sent you back. I know, but I'm back from the future this time. This time we're getting it right. <laughs> 
This time Babe Ruth doesn't have autism. No one will know. <laughs> They're teaching Babe Ruth anger management. It's just fucking. <laughs> oh, well, that's where all the hookers come from. Like, you know, sex workers are therapists. I agree. I agree. I don't know. I can't talk about baseball too, too long without uh, the obligatory reference of the Astros are, are somehow making their way in. I know, you know. I know. No one wants them. I, I'm a homer no. for them. I love them to death, no. but even I don't want them here. It's it's not worth it. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good for baseball as a whole. But I don't think people understand that they have taken the Trump philosophy of of going of where like they still have at least enough of a base and they have enough talent around them so for then for you to just say all you are is just a cheater and not actually try <laughs> to stop them at what they're good at or to think that because you took away one thing that they got caught on one thing all of a sudden there'll be a pushover my god no 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 uh it, it's miserable. They're in the second round. Uh, I'm hoping that the Rays are just going to destroy them completely. But I was hoping that the A's would do that. I was hoping that the Twins would do that. <laughs> it, it's not looking too good for me. So it would be more exciting for me if Verlander was still a part of it. But you know, given that it's a shortened season, given that he's not even playing now, like if he gets a ring out of this, I won't care. It's a fake ring on a fake season. You know, yeah. he didn't play in the playoffs. He didn't, and the season was short. So I've got no reason to root for Houston. A few years ago, he totally did. Now, that, that would, I think, secure his legacy point. Can you imagine how badly that was mm -hmm. like? Okay, so you won on a team that was cheating, and then mm -hmm. you uh, won on a team on a technicality because you were there <laughs> for the first, like, third of the season. Uh-huh. Yeah. Great. Great. Good for you. Uh, oh man, is that the is that the vibe for most people in Houston? Or are y'all kind of apathetic about the shit? I mean, I, there are again a lot of diehards. There are people who uh, the the Astros could legitimately be caught running a QAnon style sex trafficking ring, <laughs> and they would just be like, "Oh, we still love them Strohs or whatever." Like I was gonna say, it's like the George Bush like calling them Strohs and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's real. It's real bad. I guess so. I have to kind of wait all of that, but I think most Houston sports fans are of the position of we will not actively root for the Astros or talk shit on the team because baseball let us keep our championship like that. That's part <laughs> of like the the agreed upon deal, if you will. Like I need to just uh, shut my my pretty little whore mouth up about that because uh, I don't want to make baseball feel like they need to bring the hammer down even more. Now, we're, I think, out of the period. And if we win, my God, the shit talking <laughs> will just uh, never stop. It's going to be the it's, issue. Baseball is a really is is a, in a strange spot when it comes to sports and cheating mm -hmm. that other sports like if you cheat in football, boxing, you know, any other sport, pretty much, it's, you know, the penalties are harsh. You know, there's no coming back, you know. It, but in baseball, like, you know, for instance, pitchers loading up a ball, mm -hmm. throwing it, you know. Like, if you can do that even today, if you can get away with it, it's kind of admired in its, in its own you're way. You're clever you know? is what it yeah. is, you know. Yeah, you're rewarded for getting one by, you know, the umpires, you know. Reminds me of uh, – was it uh, the Ken Burns documentary baseball? He talks about how like one guy 
he had a corked bat. They, the, the empire, the, the empires confiscated the bat, put it in a room, locked it away. This relief pitcher climbed through the rafters and switched <laughs> out the bat. Yep. And like no one knew. Like that's just insane. Like and and everybody knew what had happened, but no one knew who did it. No one got in trouble. Like because it was like you know heroic. <laughs> no, no one has that scene. I guess like in Rudy or something. You know, like where the coach is trying to inspire the, their team, while also the medical staff and trainers are fucking <laughs> loading them up. up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that, like that speech Cop really inspired just, like, him. him. Yeah, yeah. this bionic five four like beast of a player uh, put them stronger better that's rudy too right there i'm telling you that's what we got to do this time he's out gonna, for revenge <laughs> yes this time he's genetically enhanced <laughs> rudy goes to afghanistan to fight the mujahideen wow, fighters yeah. wow rudy you've got a really bad temper <laughs> <laughs> I don't get an elevator with rudy that's uh it's the coal miner in him you know that's yeah. that's the explanation <laughs> oh god they could do that just a real mean son of a like bitch. that's a it's such a gold yeah. mine series of movies i'm you've seen uh weird l's movie uhf right Oh my god. Um yes, but that was probably like in high school, man. I mean Okay, okay. I, I would suggest watching it again and then crying because he figured out what we want to do with our lives twenty years ago. Because mm. he just comes up with all like these fake sequels of movies like Gandhi two and, and, and you know, Gandhi's like a badass Rambo, you know, and Gandhi yeah. Gandhi two. And he's like coming up with these weird in ideas back in like the eighties, you know, long before we were thinking that shit. I mean I think the weirdest movie idea that I ever had that I wanted to pitch was mm -hmm. uh, a movie called Titanic three, which is okay, just where, so we're skipping the second. That's right. Third. Because in All the right. third one, it's going to be like set in space. There's going to be werewolves and vampires and it's going to be this huge, like, op you know, operatic entire thing. Of course it'll be in 3d. Um, the, the whole premise of it though, is that they are referencing all of these events that happen the movie titanic 2 that hasn't okay. come out yet so then people are wondering how the fuck do you get from titanic to titanic 3 and then that's when you release titanic 2 and that's okay. the thing that will make people really want to see just exactly what happened there so that that was my movie marketing strategy. Yeah, that was instantly my thought was like, how do you bridge that fucking gap? How do you get to Titanic three in space with vampires? Like, you know, like you, you, you find a way, Hollywood writers. You do enough cocaine, and I push one hundred and fifty thousand dollars at you, mm -hmm. and I say, make it make sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know that's actually funny. You say uh, Titanic is that's confession i've never actually watched that movie how? all the way through how can being contrarian okay i mean like like all right. I, I i've got a list of them kelton you want some more yeah that yeah. I, i've got avatar okay so you just don't like james cameron is what it sounds <laughs> yeah. like all right, all right. let's keep deep blue sea yeah yeah okay now why deep blue sea is just an <laughs> awesome trash fest of a movie postman Battlefield Earth. That, 
Wow, you and most Americans. <laughs> Real contrarian know. there on yeah, not know, right? seeing uh, Battlefield uh, Earth. <laughs> I just I can't I can't go without referencing that movie. I'm sorry, Josh Travolta in space. I mean it's the movie Forrest we all waited Whitaker for. in space. Thank <laughs> yeah. you, sir. Who else? Who else? What are some other other uh, I'm gonna get so much shit for this one. Fifth element. Really? You haven't seen the fifth element? I have not seen the fifth element. Is it because you haven't seen the first four element films and you're feeling like you'll be lost <laughs> yeah, or what? I didn't want to I didn't, I didn't want to skip to the fifth and you know I didn't want to like you know give any validation to the the Japanese you know fangirls <laughs> that freak out over how great of a movie that is. Like I don't want them to be right. See, I thought that you would be like the prime audience for Fifth Element, though, because you know, right, scantily clad Mila Jovovich, it. you know, that, oh, like, Jesus, are, are you saying no to that, <laughs> or what, yeah. what, what's the issue there? I just don't know why you got to attack me like this right now. I, like, I'm not, I'm not oh. attacking. I'm trying to to dive deep into the psychoanalysis yeah. here. <laughs> All right, so Lady flashes a boob in Titanic. Not going to watch that movie. Uh, Avatar involves weird hair sex. Not going to watch that movie. I, I'm not sure. If, do they fuck in Battlefield Earth? I, I assume not, but I might be wrong. I'm not sure. But then now, you know, uh, Fifth Element, you know, uh, just real, real sexy lady doing sexy things. And uh, mm-hmm. phenomenal Chris Tucker. Uh, uh, in per- Not impersonation. Performance that's taking place. So... Maybe. You know, I know it's one of those movies that, like, if I sat down and I watched it, it would be, you know, deeply rewarded, you know, and it would be so great. But I think at this point, I've carried that l- for so long. I mean, why give it up now? You know, you know, I could be one of those self righteous pricks that whenever a new Star Wars flick comes out, be like, I'm part of the zero one percent that's never seen a Star Wars. That's and you're just like, fuck off, lady. You're not special. So you're saying you want to be that lady, huh? But with no, the I just element? I'm saying I and I'm yeah, I, I ended up as that lady. So like, why fuck up a bad thing? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> listen, I know I've never no gotten life saving oxygen transferred into my lungs, but why would I, huh? <laughs> I can say I'm part of the zero point one percent in the case of an air shuttle air flight airplane going down no i will say no no thank you mm-hmm. I, I don't know i i think that i want to see every movie whether good or bad really because at least if they're you know big cultural type things because it helps me get the reference points for a lot of things and um yeah weirdly uh, the fifth element seemed to be something it was Star Wars for people who thought that Star Wars was lame, I guess. that That's kind of what it became. And so it, it's really fun for me to have people explain to me why Fifth Element is good and Blade Runner 2049 is bad or vice versa. You know, that, that those are my favorite kinds of people is the ones who enjoy one but not the other. I think that's the interesting thing about nerddoms is that scale. Like you can there's no empirical truth of these different interests these movies or franchises so you know one person's gonna say like this one's good and and another person's gonna say that one's good and they're gonna argue and it's it's always a teeter-totter it's always a mess Mm -hmm. there's never consensus which i mean is great because then you get people like us making podcasts that no one listened to as we dissect shit no one cares about hey hey 
we care about it. Well, sometimes we don't care about sometimes. it as much as we should, I guess. But right, right. But I mean, so it's spawned that culture, which I guess is is is, is kind of okay. I don't know what kind of mark it's going to leave on humanity. Probably nothing very good. But yeah, well, hey, no. we we were here. We came. We saw. We talked. No one listened. The end. Uh, we're here. We're <laughs> queer. Get used to it. Is, is that our yeah. thing? Yeah. 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 Oh, well, except man. except for you and me, unfortunately, we're here, not queer. Eh, we can't even be that cool. We're, That's right. Nope. Two cishet white males doing a podcast. What do you know? We're here. We fetishize the queers. Get used to yes. it. I, I'm not yes. sure that that has the same ring to it exactly. No, um, it's even worse. Yeah, it's even worse. Well, th- have you been watching any SNL sketches lately, by the way? Uh, I did not watch the, the recent one. I heard there was some blowback because of the bill burr i did see some yeah. from the, the the opening week and they were pretty bad yeah i mean but to be fair let's get see now here here it goes scott sound like boomer but you know snl hasn't been good in a very long time i feel and i, I don't mean like it hasn't been good since 1994 when, but i'd say like at some point when like Chris Parnell and andy sandberg were on it like there were some moments that i watched that i laughed yeah and, well, I mean, SNL did a great job, at least. I have to take the Lonely Island out of my my love of SNL because they kept everything in-house, and it was all of them doing the productions. That's why they had yeah. the title card saying Lonely Island, blah, 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 at the beginning. So I can't say, oh, I enjoyed SNL during this era if really all I liked was Lonely Island stuff. Right. You know? I guess that's kind of where I'm getting at, too, is like, yeah, sans them, what's there, really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I watched a few sketches of their stuff with uh, uh, Bill Burr, mostly because I was seeing whether or not they were going to have the guts to make a joke about how their uh, originally scheduled musical guest couldn't make it because he uh, went to like a maskless party and put that on Snapchat or Instagram or whatever. And SNL was like, no, no, we can't have you on. And then they just got Jack White instead, which made me angry because if you have a chance between Jack White or someone else, you should always go with Jack White. What's your issue here? Why 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 is the other guy even being considered at this point? But what was the <laughs> blowback with Bill Burr? What happened there? I I'm I'm not entirely sure. I, I saw some people on social media saying why are people crying about Bill Burr? Now to me, my I, I, I didn't even bother diving into it because my thoughts on Bill Burr is like, I mean, the guy's a prick, as already says, you know, some problematic shit towards women, you know, like so Bill Burr, what, he gets on Saturday Live, said more problematic shit. I'm not entirely, I don't know what he said, but I'm not surprised that he said something bad if he did. I just, I, I never really cared about the guy once, once I started getting, quote, woke, you know, like, <laughs> whenever that was. He's the but, nice uh, guy version of Dennis Leary, essentially, is what he is, <laughs> at least in my head. Like Maybe he's evolved to that, but I think the Bill Burr I remember would like make jokes about like hitting women. You know, well, kind of, kind, kind of, that of, kind of, kind vibe. of. I mean, it, like his whole shtick definitely was like, man, weren't the '60s, '70s a weird time? Because that's when you could do X, Y, Z kind of stuff. And yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. that always resonates to me as very Dennis Leary esque of like, we gotta go back to when men were men, when we could do this stuff, and you can't say that these days. Only Bill Burr has seemingly never had an issue with with the PC culture so to speak as much as just uh he wants to be able to do oddly self-referential stuff 
because mm-hmm. he's able to skate by because he he says it as a either a purely hypothetical or it just makes you want to blah 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 instead of oh and so then i blah 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 uh, i mean <laughs> i don't know people shouldn't get mad at bill burr and then also be praising anthony jeselnik because you have to understand that these are comedians telling jokes and with jeselnik some of the stuff he says is so awful that people are like oh well yeah i mean but it's because he's telling a joke in the same way i think you know with bill burr like he's too old to legitimately be edgy or that like i don't think he's capable of hitting someone anymore (laughs) (laughs) he has netflix deals and animated tv shows like he's not taking a swing on anyone who's he running into he's like all right time to square up boston style (laughs) it's just not happening it's it's funny you mentioned that because i i hadn't thought about that like he's been he hasn't been relevant in my life in so long if ever so now that I think about it, it's probably been 10 years since I've seen that dude. So he is probably old, which then, of course, dates me and makes me old. Oh, how you could know, you? It just becomes this like domino effect of suck. Like, you, you got <laughs> you to stop doing that to me. This is my escape, man. This what, is not what, my, I, what if I were to make you feel old by saying my introduction to Dennis Leary was Rescue Me and not any of his other movies and things? Oh. How's that feel? Huh? Oh. Not even the first season of Rescue Me. We're talking yeah. the back half of the catalog. <laughs> ah. Yeah, I'm literally cringing right now. Now, I mean, you've you knew, you are aware that uh, Leary basically gaffled much of the shtick of uh, Bill Hicks, right? Well, yeah, but so did a lot of people, right? You know, right, like, right. Uh, in comedy, the, the idea is, oh, well, man, this this talent died. I can now just scalp his Amalgamate. entire. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I can kind of just do what I want with that. The same thing happened with like Dimitri Martin, uh, Bo Barnum, mm-hmm. et cetera. You know, like once they kind of stepped away from comedy to focus on other stuff, other imposters to the throne kept uh, wanting to push into that space. So <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I was listening to some music. Uh, I think it was the American authors and um, the the uh, fuck, goddamn it, ex ambassadors and a couple of other groups at the time. It was just you know sing along type songs in the car. I think it was the playlist on YouTube or whatever, and mm-hmm. I could not tell the difference between like four different artists who all have four different songs. But they all kind of had the same beat, the same vocal range, and the same tone, and the same point of a message of where it's just like, wow, today's going to be the best day of my life. I'm a real renegade. Can't wait to go out and face the day. Oh, boy. Watch out. Here I come. Uh, Mm -hmm. And it's just, okay. All right. So we clearly, I think, all went through something. I'm going to say from like 2012 to 2014 in terms of popular music of where we didn't know exactly how to let indie artists be indie artists unless we just gave them a nice thumping beat behind them. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) it's like, uh, and so it's just ugly. I think the same thing kind of happened with comedy that like weird alt comedy we didn't really know what to do with. And so then everyone's kind of pivoted away from that because there's no weird comedians anymore. Right. Like it's no, all you're right. 
you know, at least packaged, but it's edgy kind of packaged. It's it's uh, it's less of the so. Sorry, go to, ahead. To, to figure out your spectrum of weird, just before we go much further here, what would be? Are we talking like Andy Kaufman weird? Are you talking like Flight of the Concords weird? Kind of. I mean, Kaufman, I think is is an animal unto unto itself a little bit, and so he he's a very solid outlier. I believe uh, with with those sorts of things, but in in comedy, unfortunately, I can't really speak to a whole lot of of actually you know modern day weird comics to say, oh, I want more of them because I simply don't know them because they don't pop up because I'm not sure that there's a, a way that people think is a viable market for them, and so now you just get these like weird anti-comedy kind of videos of people overreacting and or reacting weirdly or saying things weird and that that's not really what it is uh, it kind of has yeah. a fever dream but i mean like stella for example is a good example of of weird comedy um in my head i mean it's still relatively mainstream but uh that i think was the last big moment for that particular type of weird comedy to exist because then the Dane Cooks of the world kind of took oh, over, and yeah. um, that was it. Because uh, I, I mean, the stories or the the comedians who tell personal anecdotes and stuff like that—that's all well and good. I I enjoy that. That's there's nothing wrong with that. But I mean, like the the Mitch Hedgebergs, uh, uh, just kind of doing these these just random one-liners, the zingers state and larger just declarative statements that weren't necessarily tied into anything at all that i don't know if that could really exist anymore can you imagine what a show of that would look like if netflix is trying oh. to pitch that yeah. <laughs> that's that seems some real like yeah. kind of back of house secret room kind of comedy show stuff not i don't think it would work on today's audiences like i i have you know again being old you know i try to play you know things like mitch hedberg for younger people like Mm -hmm. hey it's funny you mentioned pancakes you should hear mitch hedberg's opinion on pancakes you know and you play it for them and they just look at you like who's this guy that's dumb you know it's 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 a does the one-liner kind of like and what is it about that airline food? You yeah. know, like just well, it, I mean, even Stephen Wright, for example, like like his stuff yeah. too. Um, I, I mean, uh, I forget what his name was. I, I want I, I swear to God, the comedian's name isn't Jim Crow, but it's it's probably like John hmm. Crow or something. I forget what I was a real little kid, and he was doing a routine, and it was all about how we needed dinosaurs to come back like Jurassic Park so that within the military could use them in the Middle East. And that was like, <laughs> ah, yeah, wouldn't that be funny? And then that becomes literally the plot to Jurassic World a decade later, you know? Wow. Like, like yeah. it, it just, I think things have escalated to such a point that it's hard to be so out there. And so, you know, wh- what is going to take place, which is why I think the world needs our movie to come out scott of time traveling yeah. races that that that's the only card left to play you know it's, i mean i think it's the yeah because at this think point, about it the racist with baseball three strikes k k k it's perfect oh, it's perfect Jesus. that's the origin that's the origin okay <laughs> no i'm with it i'm with it especially now like 
it, it, I still firmly believe maybe it wasn't J.J. Abrams. Maybe it's something else. But something has fucked up the timeline and keeps going back. And it's like this butterfly effect. And we are stuck in this ass end of this butterfly effect that nothing is going good. So if it's like, well, maybe it's this person going back. Let's try it. At mm-hmm. this point, anything is better than, you know, what's going on now. Separate so. movie idea. It's uh, a movie about the butterfly effect being the thing that causes a butterfly effect to okay. go and take place. <laughs> and so they have to stop the making of the butterfly effect. So <laughs> it's like our version of the disaster artist, you know, the movie that was about the making of the room. Only mm-hmm. it's us then going back in time and uh, uh, we're trying to stop the making of the butterfly effect because of the (laughs) butterfly effect in the movie. Uh, Well, I I think we would do society even a more of a solid if the plot of our movie was to go back and just stop the career of Ashton Kutcher, period. I can't do that. I'm sorry. I love Kelso too much. That big dumb idiot. Oh, you fucking simp. I'm sorry. What's wrong? What's wrong with Kelso? Huh? What, what's I, his problem? I'm Outside get, of him being a be cop. A, <laughs> like, <laughs> I just, I do not like that 70s show. I just don't. I never, I don't know what it is. Something about that show just never, never grabbed me, man. Never grabbed me. Maybe because I was already deep into, you know, smoking too much dope and they're not even trying to act like they're smoking dope. They're just cutting away and then ain't saying stupid shit. That's fucking dumb. Scott, I didn't realize you, know? you were the first ever stolen Valor stoner to ever <laughs> know, right? come in. <laughs> yeah. uh, Can't believe you know, this you bullshit. That. <laughs> I'm changing my online names to Stolen Valor Stoner now for sure. <laughs> like that was why, like I, I have always never really like in a public forum. Like this is I've talked more about smoking dope on this show than I probably have in public ever because I I, I do it. I don't because of that Stolen Valor because the fucking idiots with their mushroom blacklight posters and like whoa man coo you know like. 420. Like, I can't advocate for it and say, hey, it's a good medicine. It does this for anxiety and blah, blah, blah. And sound like one of those douchebags, which I guess is just you as can. Bad. You can just as long as you also get into like the new age type shit, too. Like, you got to clean out your pinnacle glands uh, or yeah. pineal, not pinnacle, <laughs> your pinnacle gland, the top, pe- <laughs> the, yeah. the pinnacle of your pe- pineal gland. Uh, your pineal gland, your penal gland. That's what? right. Your, your, What's up, yeah. ladies? <laughs> Skull fuck my pineal gland. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, if I if I guess if I could use that as an excuse, I mean, me mainly, I just want to do dabs and get ripped. But yeah. I mean, well, imagine they're just being like a a really cool like Rasta guy who is your leader, also your drug dealer, but he goes by like some bullshit new age name like Chakra Chakra Zulu. You know, <laughs> just like, yeah, Shaka no, Shaka Zulu. Yep. It, it, yeah, sure. His name, his birth name is Jim, but you know, William. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I just, I don't know. I have to think that there's something to the world of being a stoner, at least in 2020, that is good. Maybe like that everyone can talk about without it being overly annoying. Cause like, being a sixth grader who wanted to smoke, you know, you're trying to use like the the diet coke can to turn into mm-hmm. a bong, and now it yep. feels like middle schoolers have dab rigs all set up. Oh yeah, like what what what's happening here? This this is it's 
it's gotten crazy in a good way. It, at first, it was a beautiful thing. At first, it was, wow, instead of just, you know, smoking a bowl behind the bleachers, you know, at high school, like, you know, now I've got motorized bongs and vaporizers, and now, you know, we're doing dabs and wax and edibles, and, like, it, it becomes to the point now where there's it, it comes in so many forms, and it's like, you just got to be like a boomer. Like, I just want to get high. I just want to get high. Like, why do I got to like, I don't want to have to shop and look at fucking labels. Which one works? You know, like, that's the one I want. It's like, whatever one works. So for me, like, high. Slowly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so, I'm actually intimidated by the experience at some points. Oh, really? It's just, there's, yeah, there's, it's just an overabundance of different products that, you know, do you, how do you choose correctly? What if there was a pill called like green chew or something? And it was like, it will <laughs> increase your weed tolerance a thousand fold. You can smoke <laughs> all the weed you want. You can do all the wax, you know, uh, just do anything you want and you won't feel a fucking thing. We've invented a sobriety pill to help you oh, out. Okay. I would, I would definitely not. I don't want to be sober. I mean, who wants to do that? See, like, I, I would. You're, you see, you're sober, then you start reading comment sections and news articles and shit, and then you start getting mad. And then I do that while high, sir. Excuse me. <laughs> that seems like the best well, thing in the world to do. Figure out what okay, angry well, sixty-year-old is getting mad because <laughs> an I, RV I think, served black people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think you misunderstood the point of taking Molly. You're supposed to take Molly and then have sex, not take Molly, no. take shits, and read what comments. What sort sections. of psychopath are you, sir? That, don't give <laughs> impressionable youths the worst type of advice in the world. Hey, you know that thing that makes sex feel really, really cool? Uh, I'm sorry, it makes everything feel really, really cool? You got. You should definitely have sex on that. That won't ruin all future sex for you yep. whatsoever, yep. making you yearn back <laughs> and look back <laughs> wandering out to recapture that magic chasing a forever it's, dragon uh-huh yeah. yeah that's and that's the meme the meme is just don't pull out bro <laughs> that, that's what happens <laughs> if you have like a molly baby <laughs> you, yeah you is that, okay well are we is this art imitating life now kelton no is this no, a no. are you kidding me no i i was too i was too boring at that time when i became okay. a dad unfortunately i can only imagine <laughs> if i had a molly baby what that kid would look like it just vibrating off of the table <laughs> would be the entire case god no it'd be, it'd it'd be, be like awful. one of those bi big global brained alien meme dude like that would be the kid <laughs> rejected disney character oh no i thought the green skin was because he was an alien no no his liver is shutting down that's the problem <laughs> that's what we're going here for i don't know wild that's shit. one thing yeah yeah I'd, i will have to go over someday talk about kelton's drug history yeah how many I mean, times have you been arrested for you know schedule a narcotics exactly that's that's what the people want you know they don't want us to make jokes at lana del rey's expense for her pivoting into looking like a you know everyone's conservative aunt on facebook uh, <laughs> you know, they, they want to hear about my drug history that's the important thing what priors they, do i have what can they look up where can they find me they don't want to count how many days chris christie's been on a ventilator <sighs> it gives me hope the longer that he has doesn't say anything 
sorry, doesn't say anything or doesn't do anything. Man, makes me think that it's a legit story. It'll be great. I, I would love to see uh, if Chris Christie passes. Just an amazing last big quote of his is to say, like, some deaths mm. are acceptable. Like, oh, just mm, a chef kiss right there going out <laughs> into the world. No, his his second to last tweet has got to be like Herman Cain's. Like Herman Cain said, like, before three days before he died, when it was like, I'm feeling better or yep, something. Exactly. Then, yeah. I think I'm going to beat this thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Summoning yeah. all of the energy of the Atlanta Falcons <laughs> being up by two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. That, that, that's the hubris <laughs> that you walk into with that tweet. Only disaster will follow you. So. Oh, that sounds like, yeah, that's, again, that's a Lions, uh, a Detroit Lions theme consistent theme <laughs> same old lines oh lines are up by three touchdowns in the fourth you better watch the game don't turn it off man you turn your back you're fucked it's the end.